Praise Jesus. Good morning, beloved. I have gotten the same word again and again and again. And I've sought to publish it. I've sought to post it. Um, and each time it's, it's not quite yet there. And so I've waited and heard it again. And here it is again this morning. Praise you, Jesus. This morning it started out with a word I heard unending. And I thought that unending are the reasons to thank the Lord. Unending. I can't even... There's no... I can't put my finger on one thing or one vein or one one area or even one region of my life. I mean, it's... He just shows me in... It literally feels like glory to glory. It literally feels like glory to glory. He'll do something and I'll think, how is you, Lord? You know? And the next time I'm in that position and I'm going, whoa... Okay, Lord, that was you. It's it's got a little more shine. It's got a little more pop. It's got a little more clarity. And then it's come from heaven. And the next time it's more and more. And, you know, it came through in a way. <sighs> but that's not the word. That's what it started out as. And I can't tell you how I got here, but... Uh, I've begun to see... the ferocity of the attack against us all. All. And praise you, Jesus. <laughs> praise you, Lord. You know, we all have reasons. We all have really almost unending reasons for any offense, you know, any any hard line where we're just going to let somebody have it, you know. And I, I think this one, I'm remembering, I started to say, I wanted to communicate that even though we don't have some of the like physical trials of let's say yeah the Old Testament you know some of the stuff that some some of the things that were going on that we've got some really hefty things happening. Um, in people's hearts, minds, and spirits, and wills. And and I couldn't do it. I started to say, you know, hey, maybe we don't have, what was I going to say? Maybe we don't have locusts. And I thought, well, no. I I heard that we do somewhere, you know. And then I remembered reading that just 
hundreds of thousands of birds had fallen through the sky and and I I thought you know in passing well you know maybe we don't have birds falling through the sky nope nope we do and that began this trail where I I was like well you know maybe you don't have plagues well no no there's a plague you know well maybe we don't have the entire west coast and the west region on fire no 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 that happened and well maybe there aren't floods no floods well maybe there aren't you know and I went through and and I think one of the last things I was saying was well maybe we don't have like fissures and I said uh, well you know I'm not going to claim that in the name of Jesus I won't but and we do have what are considered hundreds of man-made earthquakes, um, particularly in the Midwest, West region. And I'm not 100% positive, but I, I hear it's from fracking. And then I thought, you know, we've got a leader who's who sought to weaponize his support for the sake of his longevity. And uh, and he's someone who believes in never quit, never die, never win, I mean, never lose. So it, it there, it, it, you can't have, I, I see the, I see the boldness, you know, in, taking off his mask but the but the messaging is is a grief um doesn't necessarily feel that way for everyone but some of that is is uh because our hearts have grown so hard to certain things that instead of, and I saw this in a posting, Jesus 2020, like vote for Jesus, instead of being able, feeling able to vote for Jesus, people have chosen sides and there are reasons for both sides, which I don't, I don't know if anyone on those sides, deeply on those sides sees, but Praise you, Jesus. I do know that I'm sitting here and not saying anything, hon. I know this. Um, it's just there's a lot afoot. There's a lot inside. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. You know, there's a lot that I feel about all this. And I, I think it's overwhelmingly a love and a, an ache an ache um, ache that I just learned uh, further how our churches have been super spreader events <laughs> and uh, I think I read yesterday that one country with 23 million people only has like 600 cases or something of of the plague um, and you might ask well well why and it it could be because they they learned about what was happening and they responded not to each other and not to their fear but to what they could agree seemed the best course for everybody's well-being 
and uh, and I saw, you know, on one side, people vociferous, venomous, um, spent from having spit up and out so much anger and fury, rage, and um, because they have reason. They have reason. Um, Whether it's against the leader or one race or another, um, they have reason, and those reasons go back and they go they go back in in their own lifetimes but they go back you know from their families they they have stories whether they've written them or read them personally or in the paper they go they go back in history and they go back farther than than they can even see they go back to where it's it's dna stuff it's in the genes kind of a thing where there's a propensity and a tendency and a a leaning toward thinking and feeling a certain way towards or about certain things. And in defense of some things, there's this offense or offending others. And, um, And so I saw this multi-layered attack on us Um, and I I found myself crying out hey I'm not (laughs) you know when you're really angry you know when you're really angry or when you're really scared either one it's super easy to see anybody as just a jerk no matter what you know a jerk or a threat, right? And so I was crying, pleading, saying, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not speaking. I'm not saying this to tout me. I'm not saying I'm awesome, and I'm not saying that I even see this because I'm awesome. Because I only see it because I'm shown it. Because the Lord's allowing me to see it." Um, it's been decades that I have felt pulls and pushes and presses from people Um, it's astonishing you know Uh, God showed me something years ago and I don't even know that this will be it either as you can see I'm speaking but I'm also feeling you know and I'm thinking and it's like this hasn't quite come together but I'm maybe it doesn't have to maybe I'll just share it as is amen for anybody who wants to hear (laughs) who want to hear it but years ago the Lord he showed me football teams he showed me how people have a football team you know they're however many guys on the field want to get the ball they've got in their hand to the to the goal and inherently the way that the game is set up they're gonna try to mow down the folks that are trying to keep them from doing it It, it's a it's a game of people against people and, um, you know, they start out kind of shaking hands, and at the end they come in and they shake hands. But there, there's a sense of people against people to get to their goal. Um, but the Bible tells us that we don't fight against flesh and blood. I remember in school hearing about culture wars and all these predictions about it and I I thought yeah but we're not against the people 
We're not trying to take people down. Praise you, Jesus. Unless it's delivered well, the message of loving somebody just sounds like, oh, yeah, okay. There's a line from Pride and Prejudice where Jane, one of the many sisters of this mom and dad, believes the best about someone who's kind of a um, an inconsiderate soul. And, and her sister tells her, she's like, well, now you believe that, Jane, you know, if it comforts you or something like that. She's only patronizing her because she feels like she just doesn't understand the ways of the world. And I've had people uh, call me Pollyanna for decades. And I went and I actually saw the movie Pollyanna. I bought it. She's a little bit cleverer and and more aware than I think people give her credit. Um, she wasn't blind to people's ways at all and it's fascinating actually she would say basically I choose the sunshine I choose it not I'm blind um, to the storms <clears throat> so oh, praise you Jesus praise you Jesus you know, I, I have to trust him is all I know how to say is I uh, almost, what, a year and a half or so to a year I was posting and I know I couldn't have written the things that I wrote. I woke up in the morning, the Lord gave me something to say and I said it and I went out with my day. And here I've got something to say and it's likely that Nearly every time I write or speak, I'm kind of saying the same thing, amen. But just the same way that I keep seeing God's goodness and his glory in these increasing ways, I'm this message is feeling stronger and stronger, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the reasons to share it stronger and stronger, Um And before I recorded, it feels sometimes so easy to say, you know what I mean? But then as I'm speaking, there's so much to it. There's so much to it. Because on some level, all I want is for people to see and to shift how they're seeing because that's going to shift what they're doing. Because what they're doing at this time is... is um, is unhealthy for us it's it's um people from other countries can see it <clears throat> you know they're looking on going guys hey guys um but our country is uh strong-willed we have a lot of will <clears throat> and that that strong will is in you know many dozens, hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of opinions. Left and right are opinions. That's what they are. That's not easy to confess, but it's the truth. Um, and everything I want to bring forth kind of um, gently, because it's not to, it's not to hurt or to uh, punch or to um, fight anybody. I'm I'm coming with um, a heart broken for us. Uh, I've I've been all over in the news. I've I've looked all over things and. It's often started out looking for good news and ended up seeing, oh, really? That's, huh. Oh, look at, huh. You know, and praying and and uh, 
there are people we could point to, you know, the way that you might point to battle scars you've got. Yeah, I remember this. That started when this happened and this happened when that happened. And Praise you, Jesus. Everything is a matter of trust. <clears throat> Everything is about trust. The people that we are soft with, the people that we yield to, the people we're willing to listen to are the people that we trust, the voices that we trust. And ultimately, um, as I begin to address just Christians, we're called to only hear the voice of the Lord, but we're called to hear the the whole voice. Like um, the Lord gave me a vision of the lamb and how when Israel had a, the children of Israel had a Passover meal. The, the danger was about to pass them over and they had this meal and they ate the lamb. They ate the whole lamb and that was a part of the instruction from the Lord. Eat the whole thing. And I think, you know, I, I get a memory of being out of the country and being at a table, a round table where people were eating and the guy next to me Ate, ate a part of the animal that we were served. And I, I was very surprised at what he ate. And I, you know, he was sort of really hip to it. And I was, you know, kind of, it was rough. It was actually really rough um, for me. And I think in part it was rough because he was perfectly okay with it. It's You know, I was brought up in a different culture, in a different way or whatever, But there were certain parts that I I wouldn't want to go near. And I have my reasons why I wouldn't want to go near those things, right? And my reasons make sense to me. And my life uh, when I was young, in my 20s and 30s, was, well, more 20s, was really set up with all the things that I had reasons for. I built a life and I, I loved what I built. I cannot tell you how much I loved my life. I, lo- I, I was actually enamored <laughs> at being able to choose. I'm like, I get to, you know, that thing when kids realize I can have pizza whenever I want, you know, I get to just do whatever I want now. You know, this is just, it was, it was amazing. Because everything I liked, you know, it's like um, Mod Pizza is my, <laughs> sorry to do a plug, but it's my very, very favorite uh, pizza place joint. Because you get to go in and you can, oh my gosh, you can have garlic for days. They just, they're smiling while they're piling all that in the, on there, right? And I so enjoy getting all kinds of good and good for you stuff on there you know not a lot of cheese but a lot of really good yum yum and and I get to have it gluten-free and I used to get teased because I thought it was delicious but part of that's because I'd been gluten-free for so long that I didn't know the difference right um I was a cheap date you know a little bit of good taste was a lot for me anyway um yeah I, I I loved having freedom. I loved having independence. I loved being able to do what I wanted to do for a living, go where I wanted to go every single day, you know, get up and leave and whatever my fancy was, you know, that's what I was going to do. And uh, when I dated people, I dated them and then I'm not happy anymore. And it wasn't blowing people off. It wasn't like that. It didn't have that tone to it that I had when I said it just now. It wasn't like, eh. No, it wasn't lackadaisical, but it had this, I'm going to live the life that I want to live. And I, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, and I was with one or two people, just really honest, I'm not happy. But it wasn't like, you know, there's a scripture about, you know, every time they're not playing your tune. It wasn't that. 
I mean, inside my choices was this person isn't respectful or, you know, this person isn't faithful or this person isn't whatever or, you know, or this really isn't compatible. And it, it, so when I say my way, it's not I wasn't this spoiled brat, you know, ordering more food or, you know, bring me more sugar. You know, no, it wasn't wasn't that, you know, sitting on a big, big throne of, you know, I don't know, preferences, wasn't that and how it felt, but in a way, in a way that is absolutely what it was, right? That's, that's what building our lives is about. Not what we want it to be, but because none of us are God, amen, that's, that is it. That's what it ends up being. And, uh, and whatever my reasons, particularly like in leaving people, a couple of those people were scratching their head like, well, where are you going? You know, why are you going? Don't go. And I would sit there with my list, you know, well, but, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and made 100% sense to me, and maybe it even made sense to them, right? But they were like, yeah, but, well, yeah, but, yeah, but, and they had their reasons. And in some of my situations, I'm going into this for a reason. <laughs> in some of my situations, there were all these reasons that they had that I was in it for. Like I was in the relationship longer than I'd wanted to be in because I was highly aware of their their reasons. Well, they've got these reasons. And I was, I was denying my own best. And in cases, in one in particular... I had this amazing experience of the Lord teaching me to stay at the table early, early on in my 20s. I was in a situation I didn't want to be in, but I smelled something in the spirit. And so I was there not because I was happy, although the person I was with was awesome. It's not about them, but it, I was there not because I was happy because I wasn't. I was out loud about being unhappy. I told them, I told friends, I was almost had a megaphone. This is so hard. But I was there because I had this inkling, this is good. It wasn't in so many ways, but the sticking it out, this this is good. I didn't know the word perseverance super well, but that's absolutely what it was about at that time. There would be a day decades later when God would say, persevere. And even though I didn't make the connection back then, I could draw on a decision I had made in my 20s to be somewhere I didn't want to be because I needed to be there, because it was good to be there. But even in that situation, so I did that, amen, and, I, and it was of the Lord, right? That's a whole nother grid, right, than just building my own life. I was doing something that was counter to what I felt I should be doing, which is kind of where I'm going with this. But even there, there was a point, and this is where discernment comes in, and I'm just, I love him so much. The Lord is so awesome, um, truly awesome, amen, uh, the author of awesome, uh, where I, I had to, I had to back out, I had to go, and this has been a decades-long lesson that I even was chatting with my sweetheart about yesterday this lesson about discerning from the lord the what looks like independent action amen discerning what to do when you're not getting like an instruction literally walking by the spirit in such a way that you're led <clears throat> in your um from the depths of your heart, I think is kind of where I'm going. And, you know, you look at all the monks, the nuns, and the, all the saints, the the martyrs, you know, they they poured themselves out and they spent themselves, etc. But in all of those lives as well, there's a discernment. They didn't just pour out. <laughs> you know, there's a discernment. There's a definition of their lives, which includes boundaries that... A wisdom, and everybody's got levels of of receiving 
what that means. But I feel like I'm really called to a life of of loving the Lord's wisdom. Amen. Of, of thanking him for and yielding to his wisdom. And so often he gives it so clearly. You know, left, right, forward, stop. It's so comforting. And as I said way back when, decades ago, I felt the sense of don't go. And there were times, I mean, I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I'd call a girlfriend, you know, oh, my goodness, this happened. And that, are you kidding? And they'd be like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I know. And I'm like, but I'm not going. I'm not, I am not going because I wasn't supposed to go. To this day, I adore the person I was with. It, it really became not about the person. And that I think is another one of those sort of, you know, wisdom lessons God was showing me. This wasn't about me against that guy or even me for that guy. This was about me being willing to walk, to surrender my will to God's will. And I don't know if those are the words I would use back then. I'm almost positive I didn't have that frame but that's what I was doing I was I had a sense and I mean I had a sense early on about staying at the table and it's a lesson God has revealed to me over and over and over again about yielding surrendering saying yes to him above everything else and particularly above my own my will my understanding my vision my my everything, right? Exalting the Lord, calling him righteous and joining him there as opposed to insisting on things being whatever, whatever I see, whatever I sense, okay? Now this, you can tell, is the direction I didn't plan to go in, but I believe this is the way to, at least this morning, share what I'm, what I'm making for. Um, there came a day when the the evidence mounted up that it was actually God's will that I go. It was his will that I go. But he didn't tell me. He didn't say don't go. I mean, he didn't say go. Sorry. And so in a way, it's like, well, how am I, how do I know? You know, and I'm someone who loves to be, I love to be sure. Oh gosh, I love it. I love to have a certainty Okay, Lord, that's you. But a beautiful friend years ago, a pastor, Greg and I loved dearly, um, said to me, he said, you can't be a robot. This was early on my learning about the prophetic. Once I realized that God talks to us and that we can be sure, like, that's God, I was like, well, I just won't move until I know that's God. But then I was in a situation. I had no idea what to do. And it was sort of serious. I was in a quandary. I was in a, it mattered. You know, the stakes were higher than I liked. Um, And so I had zero desire to do anything without knowing. But I had to do something. And I just didn't know. And I ended up sort of imperfectly following the Lord's will. I did, I believe, absolutely what he wanted me to do. I, I just didn't do it fully. I didn't do every single, you know, how it says that Noah built the ark and it was just to the exact specifications. I was still learning this thing that I'm seeking to communicate in this moment, which is we've, those of us who hear the Lord may have been led with very broad strokes or very strong words. You know, the, the Lord told me this, and I, I really got on that bandwagon, man. God told me this. He said that. This is where I am. You know what I mean? This is where I'm planting my flag. This is where I'm sitting. I will see you when he tells me something new. And I'm I'm, I'm good for that. I, I like that. I, I just love that. But there's something about maturity in him where we, I've talked to our church, where we get lift. And what I mean by that is, this is a place where we've been taxiing and we 
we have a strong sense of our weight. You know, we're moving very slowly and, and gravity, we're experiencing gravity in a certain way. And then we get momentum and then we get lift off the ground. And that place is in the spiritual talk that I'm seeking to have here is where there's a a communion where I'm not I don't have training wheels the way that I had before where I don't always know that it's the Lord you know that's a a wonderful place of safety for me but I, I don't always know that it's Abba I don't always know that God said I don't always know that this is the Lord I'm I'm going on all the things that he's taught me. I'm going on the heart that he's given me to live by. Where he dwells and where his heart is deposited. Amen. I'm drawing on my identity in Christ and my righteousness in Christ and all of these things. Amen. My peace and my joy and and the, the kingdom reign of God that I believe in, that I desire to be surrendered to and to be participating in and to be enjoying okay so with all of that said with a nation full of christians um on different sides which is a real revelation for some people that there are democrat christians but there are plenty plenty of people who love jesus who um feel differently than the people who are republicans who love jesus and it really is i think it was really stoked up in the 80s, um, this whole divide, really stoked up. And there's a lot of, there's, there's text on this, there's, there's video on this, there's, there are stories about just moves that were made to, to, um, to formalize the fight, the political fight in such a way that wins could be almost guaranteed if you could frame it in such a way that people would think a certain way and then they would just it would be like the funneling I've been learning about they talk to in business they want you to funnel your yeses so that you you literally help people to their yes uh, again you know I, I love that go where God send you and leave it at that and let him do the rest but there's a participation that he calls for right? We're not robots. We enter. Oh, I love you, Jesus. We enter into rest. We enter into activity. We enter in by faith. We incarnate our faith in walking. This is where the faith that we feel, that we believe, becomes a faith that we do, right? That That is seen and felt, that's tangible, that meets the world, so to speak. And I think in, I don't mean to go so deep, I don't know if this will get published, but I think that part of what I'm saying in seeking to come to a word that's deliverable um, and that I believe is meant to deliver, um, praise you Jesus, it is on my end an activity of coming out, of coming through, of finding my way where not every single thing I'm saying is what I'm hearing from the Lord, um, where I'm entering in, you know, I'm, I'm participating in it. You, you can clearly see, I don't have, <laughs> oh, praise you, Jesus, every word from Jesus. I'm full of ums and ahs. Amen. But my heart is true to you and for you. And I do have a message and it's that We've gotten caught in the crosshairs and we've been pawns. There's a scheme to get us all fighting. And out of, you know, uh, initial dissonance, there is a ring of unity and communion that, communion that comes as goodness rises up and people cleave to the word of the Lord and recognize that exalting him brings us to a place where we can hear one another well. And there are absolutely concessions that we make for the sake of what we see anew 
through his eyes and through eyes of love, true love, agape love. There's a new definition to everything so that none of us stays the same. Um, but making that attractive or helping people see that as the way is not easy. And I've been waiting for the word that God's given me to really gel. And as I mentioned, when I say it before I, you know, turn on a microphone, it really just, I've got such a thumbs up. I'm like, yes, Lord, that's great. But as I begin to speak, right, I'm feeling more and, and hearing more and seeing more. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a complex thing that we got going here. You know, I, I said, I wrote recently in the midst of some other things that first and foremost, I'm reclaiming the rainbow. Oh, ho, 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 do I mean that so strongly? But it's not, praise Jesus, some kind of, uh, what do you call it, fangul or, you know, against gay people or people who feel you know, attractions to people of the same gender. That's, is, that is not what it, what it is. But it, no doubt there would be people <clears throat> who are protesting gay people and there would be people who identify themselves as gay that would be able to read those words and either be so offended or so stoked or so hurt by it. You see what I mean? There, nearly every single thing that I can say can be you know, either weaponized, you know, I mean, used to really stick it to somebody else, or um, really hurt because it seems dot 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 dot. And this this football team thing makes it quite quite the journey to try to get a word out that that communicates the heart effectively. And that's why you've got me, you know, halting and umming. And it, it's because of how important it is that you hear my heart, that that comes through. Um, praise you, Jesus. So I was in a relationship. I stayed because I was supposed to stay. And there was a day <clears throat> when it became abundantly clear that I couldn't stay anymore. Why? Because it, it had begun to really deteriorate, deteriorate my well-being. And this was something, I guess, there's no way I could have done anything about. There were seeds of it from the beginning. It was rough going all the way through, but... as it became incredibly difficult, it, there was like, a, okay, you got to get out. You got to go. And I remember, um, I remember a day, um, I went on a visit and I, uh, to a doctor cause I was just feeling stress. I was like, I don't know what to do about this. I'm, I'm not a stressful person. And I just feel and they asked me about my life, you know, okay, what's going on? And I was like, well, I mean, there is this. And they go, tell me about that. And I told them, they go, yeah, so you got to go. <laughs> this is not, it wasn't a, you know, um, a mental health professional. This was a physical doctor that was like, yeah, you got to go, like go, leave. And, uh, and I remember feeling like, you know, it's true. I got to go. And I left their beautiful, I think it was West End office. And I walked home to my West End apartment. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what it was. Wow. I think this is what it was. This is my memory, okay? No, I, I went and I bought an apartment. I, uh, I went and I rented an apartment. Yeah. I left the apartment that I was in that day. And uh, and it was such a strong decision. 
such a strong decision. You know, I'm going to include my well-being in the decisions that I make where I know I'm supposed to be somewhere that is so (laughs) uncomfortable. Well, my love, when I talk uncomfortable to you, I'm talking about those places where your conscience has been pricked. You're in a place and you've got your reasons and then then your conscience is pricked. And you're like, you know, that, I don't like that, but I'm telling you what, you know, I'm going to, because of, And then there's a day when you go, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stay here. I can't. That, that's, that's against my well-being. You know, this started and it was for mine or your or our well-being. And I, I, I'm pretty positive this is not something that the Lord would want. 100%. And he's not saying it. And it's not necessarily the wave of the moment. But I'm... I'm backing out. I'm going. I'm out. I had experiences... uh, You know, the Lord would send me places. Just again and again. Go here, go there, and I would go. Well... You know, I'd meet people and I'd love them and praise God. And many instances they'd love me and they'd want me to be, I don't know, engaged in something. You know, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that I can't do. And that's, you know, from the Lord. And uh, they'd be like, well, no, that's what we're going to do now. And whether it was because I saw something in what they were doing or because I just felt the Lord's like, yeah, don't, don't. (laughs) No, don't do that. That there was a... There was a difference there. There was a dissonance there. There was a, mm-mm. well, but when, when, when you're one of the crowd, when you're one of the gang, you gotta, and on some level, the Lord would bring me into places to help people see themselves, help them see what they were doing, what they were believing, what they were espousing, help them see him better. And see distinctions between him and them, right? Where they might believe that they were all hammered, that they were all good themselves, just to help them. I I really believe it, it was a king. It's a kingdom ministry he's given me to send me places where often I have no idea, but there's something going on that's just not ain't as it ought to be. Um, and as I just walk my walk, it stuff comes up, comes out, and it's like, oh, my God, I had no, I didn't, you know. But it needed reconciling. It needed healing. It needed, some of it needed exposing, and then some of it needed comforting, and some of it needed cheering, and some of it needed chastening. There have been all sorts of different things, but God has moved. I've gone places, and he's moved. And it the movements have come from, what I mentioned before with me being willing to be uncomfortable to be where he's called me to be both to stay at a table and to say no no uh uh-uh that's not that's not God (laughs) that's a prophetic life amen well that's been popular and I'm here to tell you it's been highly unpopular right I I was in a group of people that are beautiful and I actually yelled out stop demonizing people (laughs) you know stop it (laughs) Uh, many years ago I was with a a beautiful person and I had I'd taken my fill of some um, unscrupulous moves on their part that no one seemed to notice and the few people that did notice a couple of them were like oh that's just and then one person really 
had their own issues. The one person who could do something about it had their own issues and, and was in denial was like, yeah, that's just people, you know? Um, and I remember one day I had had it and I said, in, this is what I said, I go, integrity, <laughs> just yelling at them. I really was not like yell, yell, yelling, but I was, I wasn't like this. I was like, in, integrity. And I was like, I was losing my mind. I'm like, integrity. I was just so suffering. I was suffering this person. Like, I was like, beloved, how can this not matter to you? You know, it's just hurting so much. And, um, it's funny today. It was not funny. Oh, honey, it was so not funny. I was so troubled in it. And it's because, praise Jesus, you you go into these systems, right? You go into these situations that on the surface look so oh, hot diggity dog and you, you enter in and you realize there's all this corruption. And and so there's it, there's this rock and a hard place, you know, there's this, there's thin place, there's this, um, intercessory work that you're doing there's this uh and I'm almost wanting to cry there's this you're not just on a podium I mean you're not just at a podium you're not just you know spouting stuff you're you're living this and you're you're needing people you know to step up and you're you're needing all of you including yourself you're needing this to go the god way and you're seeing that titanic thing you're seeing boats that move so slowly even after they know there's a glacier like right there right there right there (laughs) right there y'all you know um and that really has been historically the work of the prophet i i know that there have been a lot of um like taming of the prophet going on where people have been like, okay, let's be nice. Everybody be nice. And part of that's because some people have been led in ways that, you know, they've been just, they've weaponized their prophetic in such a way as to, you know, you know, and, and no people are perfect, but our goodwill, amen, is God's will. In doing God's will, we have goodwill for people. We're not we ain't against them. We ain't against them. So I do believe it is the work of the prophetic that I am aching in right now. That I that I feel this rock and hard place. That I feel this sense of the glacier before us. That I feel in particular the the sort of what do you call it, upshot. Um, that I sense for us in this hour is that it's not out there. The issue's not out there. It's it's not them, whoever them is. It's us. Um, the Bible talks about a contentious woman that tears down her own house. Bible talks about unity and how two can't walk together unless they're agreed. <clears throat> the agreement that we make, there are agreements we can make. There are, we can make agreements all day long, okay? Um, anything that you say yes to, you're agreeing to. Wow. And there's a sweet little, there's a little dulce for me this morning. There's a little, little wisdom revelation for me you know the bible says let your yes be yes and your no be no and the bible also says hey don't do a whole bunch of promising don't go swearing don't go around swearing that could mean don't go around cussing people out but i believe it means don't go promising more than you can promise and james even talks about i think it's the fourth or fifth chapter hey hey don't don't go around saying what you're gonna do you don't know what you're gonna you don't know what God's going to do. So you can't say, I'm going to, and then I'm going to, and you make all these, you, you don't know. Um, <clears throat> it's truly humbling, amen, that there's so much we don't know.
crazy, Jesus. Because it means that God can be active in places and ways you have no idea. No idea. And so in order to be honored, in order to rise, in order to get to a perspective where you can truly see more globally or more, not even globally, more eternally, you can see more kind of what's happening from a heavenly vantage point. In order to even get to this placement, which I'm actually understanding on a whole other level as well right now, Oh, I give myself giggles and it's not even important to go into. My friends would understand, from my group, my little fun group would understand what I'm talking about. But uh, moving on, I'm sorry to, to get distracted there. In order to even rise, we got to go low. That's one of those math equations from the Bible, right? To... To get to the place of wisdom, to get to the place of honor, you you got to go low. And for me, that low was being teachable. I really had no idea that I had so many opinions. I just, this is this and that's that. And, and the Lord be like, no, no, it's not. I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty, really, it was that Peter thing, you know? Because I was out there all night, really? It's like, you know, you can, you can go, you can go as long as your own opinion will take you. Amen. And then when you know it's God, when you're ready, you can, you can come back and go, so Father God, what you were saying, you know, in all of your righteousness and, and beauty and your holiness, praise you, Jesus. And so it's, it behooves us, this humility thing. Humility is our friend. This is not a weak, sappy, you know, if only I could place. No, this is a place of acknowledging God's power and authority above all things, his sovereignty. We're calling him money. You know what I mean? We're calling him gold. We're calling him right. He's the only right. He's the only white, meaning he's the only pure. He, he really, truly is. And, and when, we, when we have a moment of this, y'all, we drop our water pots. And those water pots are our versions of how to be filled and how to fill and what to do and where to go and when to do it and our own ways and I like this and I'm not happy anymore and all and I will too then I'll stand on this and all of that is just us. That's just us. And to save the big us, the big you, the big uh, the big us, we gotta go low. Because our natures, which you can't see because you're in it, our natures are to knock each other out. That's just the way it is. And there was a civil way to do it 100, 200 years ago. There was a way that people fought. And, but if you read the newspapers, you'd be shocked at the, some of the things that people did, some of the underhanded kind of, what, what, no way. But there were so many other structures and strictures that were built in that people would net well of course I'd never do that there were a lot of I'd nevers and we've lost a lot of those we've got a lot of walls that have come down so that now we've learned a lot of ways from other people um, from other nations mixed with our ways in our nation and there's all kinds of stuff that people would do I mean there's you know there's a lot that that doesn't surprise us anymore and so we have to have a new kind of a wall this wall of peace that we build together ain't cheap peace. <laughs> humility ain't cheap, you know. Um, it feels like humiliation plenty of times. But this is the narrow way for us, y'all. And we stop using our mouths to hurt people. And we become more like the Richard Stark folks of the rise of Christianity where we're not in the midst of the plague giving people the finger, but we're literally extending ourselves for their good. And they're shocked to see Jesus through us. And they want what we have. Amen. On both sides of the aisle, north, south, east, and west, we need Jesus in 2020.